98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Caps it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns. Game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. Yeah, Suns-Warriors tonight. A road game for the Suns, which... um really doesn't mean anything because they actually win more on the road than they do at home somehow. Kevin Ray of Bally Sports is joining us right now. It is game day with K-Ray. Uh, K-Ray, we've inevitably been having this conversation a lot here as they have a chance to tie the franchise record for wins tonight. Of the Suns teams, of all the Suns teams you have seen, where would you rank this one? Um, Number one. Yeah? Number that, one. That's hard um, to say, isn't it, MVK? You know, it is, and it's the reason I pause. And, you know, you you obviously commend and, and respect those great teams of the past. And, and look, I'm, I'm even saying, you know, number one over the Charles Barkley-led finals team, Suns. But this team has a maniacal, that's the best word I can use, a <laughs> maniacal approach to playing the game to playing to their standard and to, you know, I mean, trying to eviscerate their opponent's hope night in and night out. And, and having covered all those previous teams, those teams didn't have that. Those teams didn't have that gear that this team does. And, and that's why I would put them at the top. Hey, who do you think is the most improved son? I'll give you four names right now. You might actually have another name. But Mikal Bridges, Cam Johnson, Campaign, DeAndre Ayton. Who do you think is the most improved of those sons? Yes. You got me. Great on the SATs. Once again, producing live on the air with a great question, a great producer question, and you say yes. (laughs) If you had to pick one, Kay. You know, you you could easily argue all four of them um, and make valid points, but you know, if 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 you're if you're Pinning me in the corner here, Wolf, with your crazy special team <laughs> wild eye. Then I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go with Mikhail Bridges, and and I say that just because of what Mikhail is doing on both ends of the floor mm. on a nightly basis, and in particular over the last two months, watching him, you know, take his offensive game to. Another level. Uh, so that, that's where I would have to, to put him. Talking to Kevin Ray, uh, Kay, when you look at the Warriors, you look at tonight's opponent, um, you know, I, I didn't think that they would really care all that much about if they got the number one seed or if they were stuck at number two, especially when Chris Paul went down. That was the topic of conversation is, are the Warriors going to catch the Suns? Uh, but I didn't think they were going to drop like this, and they may very well drop to number four. Are they still, when you look at Golden State, do you see that team being in trouble uh, at all outside of when they would inevitably play the Suns? You know, I, I want to say, I want to say no, just because of, I mean, you, you look at their roster and, and look, we, we all know uh, how important health is and health 
whether people want to admit it or not, health is a factor. And Suns fans certainly know that all too well in the, in the postseason last year. But um, I want to say no, but, you know, you you to a, to a very different degree, the one concern that I think I would have if, if I'm a Warriors fan is the fact that, you know, the, the Lakers talked all season long about, oh, we're going to flip the switch, you know, when this guy gets back healthy and we're going to do this, we're going to do this. I, I do think that there is something to be said for, you know, for, for having your your roster, your personnel intact, having your rotation uh, as close to intact as possible those those last two weeks of the season. And I think it is one of the, the challenges that Steve Kerr has had to deal with. I mean, yes, they're a deep team. Um, but unfortunately, that depth, you know, as you noted, Luke, has not been able to translate into wins. And you look at, like, Jordan Poole, for example. Jordan Poole's been playing out of his mind the month of March, having the best stretch of his young career. But it hasn't helped translate into wins. And, you know, one of the challenges is we look back a few months ago with Steve Kerr and his team is like, okay, you're not going to be able to play 10 guys in the postseason. So who are you keeping out? Because all 10 guys at one point or another has played really well for him. So I think that's the one thing that I would look at as as something that could create a bump in the road, a hiccup for this mm. team. But having said that, it, when they are right and when they are healthy, they are going to be a problem. Okay, what are some of the matchups that you're going to be eyeballing tonight? You know, once again, without Steph Curry, um, that seriously handcuffs the Warriors, but... When you think of individual matchups, are, are you going to be looking at anybody in particular? Well, I think you start with Clay. You know, this would be our first time, Suns fans' first time to see Clay going mm-hmm. up against the Suns since, you know, March of 2019. Um, and I'm a huge Clay Thompson fan. I said it when he got injured a second time. I said, man, you know, the, the league is better uh, when guys like Clay Thompson are playing. Um, he, he plays with just such a, a carefree, you know, joy uh, and love of the game. And, and I've just always respected that about Clay. So you start with Clay. He has been, you know, trending upward uh, in the last few games that he played. Now, he sat out the other night just based on the way that they have tried to, to you know, handle his, his health and return to play. Um, you know, Draymond. Uh, Draymond has, has struggled. I mean, he's called himself out with his poor play on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, can he return to being that that catalyst for them offensively and the stopper defensively? And then the kid that I mentioned a few moments ago, Jordan Poole has been playing out of his mind. I mean, uh, he's got more he's got more made threes in the month of March than anybody in the league, averaging about twenty five points per game. And he's put up some you know some big numbers against the Suns already this season. So, you know, the, the Suns will have to be you know on point defensively tonight, both whether it's, you know, Mikel matching up against him or just as a team trying to funnel him to, to the right areas to, to minimize the kind of damage and impact that he's been able to make. Talking to Kevin Ray, uh, K. Ray, we played the clip earlier in the show. It was Damian Lillard on with Shannon Sharp talking about his favorite players in the league to watch. And he said Kyrie Irving, and he said Devin Booker. And, you know, we heard, we saw the tweet from John Morant. Was it late last week asking why Devin Booker's not on the MVP list? The list, by the way, that John Morant could have been asking why he wasn't on the uh, the respect we've heard from LeBron in the past, like the, the the respect that Devin Booker has and really has had for a while. Kobe, I feel like, was one of the first guys in on Devin Booker from his peers. 
I don't feel like I've seen a lot of players get that sort of respect from their contemporaries publicly in the NBA that that aren't like, you know, it's not Michael Jordan. It's not LeBron at his prime. Uh, how do you think that resonates with Devin Booker? Well, you know, it, it is the proverbial game recognizes game. And we've got a, we've got a little uh, piece that we're going to highlight tonight. It came from the Team USA practices back in 2016. And Clay Thompson was asked following some of the practices um, with that group. And Devin Booker was part of the, the practice squad that the Team USA was going against. And Clay Thompson said, this is 2016, mind you. <laughs> And Clay Thompson basically said, man, in 19, I was just trying to figure out how to, you know, how to tie my shoes, basically. And this guy's out here hooping against the game's very best. Uh, they saw it early on, and it's it's the way that Book conducts himself both in the game and off the floor. And, and when I say that, I mean the way he works on his craft, the way he loves to play, the way he loves to compete. And it is a no-friends league for him. You know, when, when he dunked on Damian, uh, you know, last on Russell last week in, in Minnesota, and he said, he said, you know, basically, D'Lo, I don't have any friends out here. And that's his approach when he takes the floor. And that's what those guys love and appreciate. And, and I know Book uh, definitely you know, warms his heart, and those are the people that he wants to be acknowledged and recognized by. Yes, the MVP voters, it would be nice, but it's it's the guys, it is his peers that mean and matter the most to him. Okay, Ray, great stuff as always, man. We always like talking to you. You got it, fellas. Have a good one. Okay, buddy.